What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Vision's Buchanan Campus. And today we have the incredible privilege of reading from God's Word in the book of Mark, chapter 3, verses 7 through 12. And I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version, which says this, Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the sea. And a great crowd followed from Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea and from beyond the Jordan and from around Tyre and Sidon. When the great crowd heard all that he was doing, they came to him and he told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, lest they crush him. For he had healed many, so that all who had diseases pressed around him to touch him. And whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. And he strictly ordered them not to make him known. Well, friends, I want to confess that for many, many years of my life, even if I and when I faithfully read scripture, these are the kind of verses I probably just skimmed over a little bit to to find the next big thing, right? Um, And we miss so much when we approach scripture that way. And so I'm so thankful we have this opportunity to kind of pause and slow down a little bit with these verses, just these five verses, and to see what the Lord has to say to us. And, you know, sometimes it can be easy because these passages become familiar. If you when you read the gospel, you know, these stories are repeated um, across the gospels. And so sometimes, it, it, again, it feels really familiar. But my prayer for us is today is that we see these words anew um, and see what God has for us because his word is life. And it tells us that Jesus withdrew to the sea and this huge crowd. I mean, just it, Mark is trying to really paint this picture for us. He's saying, listen, this wasn't just like a big crowd from Galilee. These are people from Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea and from the Jordan and from Tyre and from Sidon. He's like listing all these places. He really wants us to understand as the reader this is not just a, a big crowd. This is a enormous crowd. This is a just gargantuan crowd of people. So much so that Jesus has had to instruct his disciples to have a boat waiting lest he be crushed. There's so many people pressing in. It says he had healed many. And I don't know about you, but if I heard tell of um, someone in Murfreesboro that everyone he came into contact with was, was being healed and set free, you better believe I would be running over there, right? All of us with any infirmities, any whatever, we'd be running for ourselves or we'd be taking those we love with us that are that are suffering these things. And so if you can imagine that, it just, of course, it exploded. Of course, it um, rippled throughout these communities. This was what people were talking about. This was what people were hearing. It tells us that. It says the great crowd heard all that he was doing and they came. How could you not, right? But then what, so, but what's happening is Jesus, it says Jesus withdrew. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I kind of have a hard time with that. I'm thinking here he is doing all these wonderful miracles and yet over and over he withdraws. And so you would think like, wait, why isn't he continuing? Like, what if I was the next in line and here he he gets on the boat, right? Um, 
But what we need to really understand here is so many things, frankly. But first of all, this crowd, how many do you think were coming because they loved and wanted to follow Jesus? Versus how many were coming because they wanted something from him? I'm not going to expound on that. I think we can all come to our own conclusions. But the reality is, um, Jesus is not a trick pony. And I know that sounds a little bit crass, but it's true. So often, um, it's it's so easy. So many have come, and including ourselves at some point as as unbelievers. There's a there's a great temptation, a great tendency to try to view God, to view Jesus as some sort of genie in a bottle. Yes, he's almighty. Yes, he's all powerful. Yes, he's all whatever. So what does what do I want from him? Right. And that's not the relationship that Jesus calls us into. He wants relationship. He wants friendship. How crazy is that? That Emmanuel, God with us, wants to be our friend, wants to be our comforter, wants to be our teacher. Wants to, so this, this all is about relationship. And these crowds, yes, they were excited. Yes, they wanted, but, but very many only wanted what they could get, right? And Jesus, as we're going to see in the coming verses and, and chapters of Mark, is always preparing his disciples for what's next for them and for him. And what is next for them? I don't want to be like, spoiler alert here, but he is going to charge them at some point, of course, to continue teaching and healing and doing all of these things. So he not only is, of course, he God in the flesh and and knows that that much of this is just people wanting what they can get, um, not really wanting to truly follow and hear and, and worship him and, and follow him. Um, so, of course, he knows those things, and he's he's not going to be a um, just trick pony. I don't have another word for it, sorry. Um, but also, he is understanding that he is modeling for the disciples, and quite honestly, for us as his followers as well, that you are not able, we are not able, they would not be able to pursue him in the way that he desired if they were going to fall prey to the demands of a crowd. And friends, that'll preach. It convicts my soul even as I say it. So often we are driven by what the crowd, what society, what our friends, what whoever um, demands of us. And and frankly, it's a bully, isn't it? It's a bully in this this crowd this 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 society that says hey if you don't do what we want from you you're if you don't give us what we want you're no longer valuable and the second you do something that doesn't align with what they demand of you well now we're we've we've moved from hosanna to crucify right and so jesus knew that and he's modeling that for his disciples if you pursue the desires of the crowd it will quite literally crush you crush you And so I just think that it's such a good reminder, and Jesus does it over and over and over again. Throughout the Gospels, throughout the Word, He shows us how critical, not just important, but like literally essential, life and death, that we get away and spend time with our Father in prayer, because that's where, what Jesus is going to do, right? And that's what he does over and over. He withdraws to the mountain. He withdraws to the garden. He withdraws to the sea. Over and over and over, we see him withdraw when the crowd demands that he press in further, 
that he continued to do what they would desire for him to do. I also think it's so fascinating. It kind of feels like a little bit of a subject jump here, but it mentions that the unclean spirits were even calling out before him and saying, acknowledging that he was the son of God, but he strictly ordered them not to make him known. Again, I'm not going to like sit here and, and consider all the things that why that may have been, I encourage you to do that, to consider why would he have not wanted them to make him known in that way. I think there's a lot of reasons, but he does mention it, so it's worth our consideration and thoughts. But I think it's so powerful that um, the picture that we see here, and I really hope that we can slow down enough to put ourselves in that position to consider what Jesus was encountering, these great crowds and the emotional and physical toll that that takes on you. Um, if you have ever been in a position where you um, had a great crowd, whether you were teaching or, or performing or, I mean, any, any kind of things, it, it's even for those who are extremely extroverted and love that kind of attention, it's extremely exhausting um, to give so much of yourself over and over and over. And again, Jesus was human. He was God in the flesh. And he experienced that. And he knew that his disciples would. He knew that you and I would. And he calls us to withdraw into him, into the Father. And so that's my encouragement for you today. Um, maybe you have gotten lost in the demands of the crowd. And you know what? That crowd may be of your own making. It may be in your own mind, your own um expectations and and um, maybe false beliefs within your own head that crowd in on you and weigh you down. Maybe it is a literal crowd. Maybe it's a work situation. Maybe it's a social situation. Um, I don't know what that looks like for you, but what I know is this. Jesus calls you to withdraw. You do not have to perform. You do not have to succumb to the demands of the crowd. And you certainly don't have to call it holy when you do. And I think sometimes in church culture, that's an easy thing to do. We think that being burnt out for Jesus is the goal and nothing could be farther from the truth. Nothing. And that's really why so many of us, some scripture even says why so many of you are sick. And, and whatever is because we're trying all these things out of our own strength and claiming that it's because we're doing what God's called us to do. Jesus himself withdrew. And so that's the encouragement to you today. I pray um, that we can silence the voices of the crowd, hone in on the voice of our Father, and be blessed. I hope you'll join us back here tomorrow for the next um, chapter, or actually the next verses in this chapter, and we'll continue on seeing what God has for us. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.